Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, Cinema Rogues episode 14. Today, we're going to talk about Bill and Ted Face the Music. Uh, as always, I am joined by Andrew. Hi. That's me. Hi. Do you want me to say more? I can talk a little bit if you want. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I just, I, usually you say something more than hi. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I don't, I didn't really think about it. I was going to ask, do Bill and Ted actually face the music? And I, yeah, they, they kind of do. do. I get, I mean, they're looking at music a lot, so. Yeah. They're and facing music. They sort of accept their role in the grand scheme of saving the universe. We'll Which get into different that. than what they maybe have expected. Oh well, you just ruined the whole movie. Show's over, guys. Yep. Song Bye. Ruined. Two minute show. Goodbye. Shortest one yet. Next show. Next song. <laughs> uh, but if you want to hear more, Andrew, uh, check out Board Game Barbarians. He is he's hard at work at making more episodes of that monthly. Um, nothing came out this month, but I've been having some. Uh, stuff that I had to deal with so you yeah yeah it's been a been a month for a lot of people it's yep yeah uh now I feel like a lot of people's sort of momentum has been slowing down lately I've seen it like you know with coworkers and stuff yeah or it's just like a lot of people just you know what people need extra time right now yep taking siestas yeah right <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, and I've seen it in my own work. Uh, check out Sightail Studios. Um, I've still got uh, videos coming out daily. Um, I just did the Avengers for seven episodes and said, no, nah, this, this game is not for me. Um, so I've moved on oh. to doing Luigi's Mansion 3 again. Nice. Yeah. Um, and, and almost broke my year-long streak of daily videos. Like it was at a point yesterday where I was recording a video and coding it and posting it that day Jeez. <laughs> instead of posting it at midnight the night before. Yeah, man. So I, it's, it's like, it's an arbitrary thing I set for myself, but you know, it's, it's also one of those areas where I'm like, I, and I haven't started on editing our last episode of cinema rogues. Like, it's just, how dare you that every, so everybody's kind of slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, it's not slowing down. Retro Warriors. Yeah, they keep strong. Keeping strong. Oh, man, that's going to get cut down. Um, <laughs> no, nah, just leave it. No, fine. Retro Warriors are going uh, nice and strong. Uh, new weekly episodes. Go check them out if you haven't heard them somehow uh, and you're getting this. That's that's thank impressive. You. Thank, thank you very thank much. You. Yeah. Um, well, let's get into our weeks real quick. Um, well, I guess it's been three weeks since we recorded. So really. Um, it's been a while. And I watched yeah, a you, lot, and I don't remember hardly any of it. Oh, good. I watched very little and remember all of it. Oh, okay. Well, thanks so for showing So together, we nice. kind of... Uh, no, <laughs> not showing you up at all, because you did more movie watching. True. I did do more movie watching. So, I don't know. So we both ended up with basically a movie and a series on our list, more or less. Yeah. Well, so. we ended up, we both ended up with Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Um, I still need to watch this week's episode. So I've seen the first three. Um, oh, then you're it's two really behind. good. I believe there are five out. Are there five out? Yep. Oh. Uh, I thought of it. I think the last one thing. I saw was where they had the house party. Yeah, that was episode three. You got two more. Oh, uh, okay. Ah, three? shit. Two more episodes. 
Well, then I'm going to do that tomorrow. Ah, oh, wait. No. <laughs> Damn it. We're recording Retro Warriors tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I'll do that on Saturday. Fool. Uh, but uh, other than that, I, I only got into two movies. Uh, I'm thinking of ending things. Um, and I didn't even start watching that movie. Uh, Kristen started it, and I walked in towards like 10 minutes into it and then just got sucked into it. It was pretty good. It's the uh, new Charlie Kaufman movie. Yeah, Charlie Kaufman. That's right. Yeah, Andy Kaufman. yeah. I was looking at it and I it looked interesting. What's it on? It's on Netflix. Uh, I think it's on Netflix. I think it's Netflix. I think that's right. I also think um, that's right. So we're gonna go with it. We're gonna go with it. It's on Netflix. And if it's not on Netflix, I'm sort of sorry. Correct you us if we're wrong. Verify information. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Do your own research, listener. (laughs) Don't listen to a podcast. Wait, no, please, please, please listen. Uh, I'm thinking of anything is a Netflix original movie. Yeah. Um, Unpregnant. uh, You're uh, pregnant? No, not I'm pregnant. The movie Unpregnant. Okay. About uh, a lady who gets pregnant in Missouri where the law is you need to have parental consent if you're under 18. Mm Mm-hmm. To get, get an pregnant? abortion. Okay. And uh, so she and a friend of hers travel to Arizona, where the closest state where the, the rules are more lax and she can get it done. Right. But it's it's uh it's a good movie. It's funny, it's cute, uh, it's serious at times, you know, like like you would expect. Yeah. But I, I would recommend watching it. It's definitely uh, enjoyable. And then other than that, I've been watching a lot of hockey. Um, I know you've been talking about it. I've been talking about it like on every show that I'm on, um, (laughs) in the discord constantly. It's, it's an obsession at this point because it's the Stanley cup playoffs. And so for the past six weeks or so, there has been a Dallas stars hockey game every other day. That is important to watch. If you care about watch, you know what happens in the season or whatever. How are, how upset are you that you can't go to the game? I am so mad. Um, <laughs> like, and and I have the opportunity. Like, I was a season ticket holder uh, this season, so they s- send out emails and they're like, "Hey, we're doing like, uh, you know, limited capacity watching parties at the American Airlines Center. You know, a socially distance, like seat six feet away from other parties or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want do you want any free tickets? I'm like, uh, no." <laughs> No, I'm a responsible person. No. Yeah. Uh, so you could have gone to like yeah, five but minutes. No, I, you know, take get get the tickets, go for five minutes, leave. You're fine. Yeah, that didn't have to listen to it on the way home. Yep. No. <laughs> um but yeah, uh it, it is frustrating, but you know, at the same time it's it makes for a neat environment that they do have going on and Hopefully this isn't the last time it happens. Although it's been 20 stupid years since they've gotten this far. So, Well, um, hopefully they yeah. make it all the way and get yeah. Stanley's Cup. They're in the finals. They're, they're, uh, the other teams are playing um, tonight in game six. One team is up three to two. So if that team wins, we'll know who it is. And if not, there will be a game seven in that series. And then uh, yay stars. Did the Mighty Ducks make it? Uh, they did not. The Ducks did not even make the playoffs, I believe. This year. The only hockey team I know. 
besides like all the famous Canadian ones. Right. Uh, what have you been up to besides Lovecraft Country? Uh, I watched Raised by Wolves, which is the other new HBO show um, that is done by Ridley Scott, created by Ridley Scott. I think it's directed by his brother. Um, it's good. It's re- it's done really well. It's interesting so far. Um, I like the characters. I like the story. Uh, I think it's kind of no. Nah, I wasn't really bored in any of. I make. I'm not really selling it. It is a good show if you if you like sci-fi things. Uh, I saw today it was uh, renewed for season two. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know how it's going to end because it's still airing. Those are still coming out. Um, I watched The Dirt Bite Kid, which is a 1980s, 80s movie with the kid that's from The Christmas Story, Ralphie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a terrible, garbage, wonderful movie. Um <laughs> God, what a terrible, great movie to watch. Just real bad. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then my wife and I started and ended, like, stopped watching it, a show on Netflix called Haunted, because I was craving, like, a, a supernaturally, like, real, quote-unquote, show about, like, sto- ghost stories. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just not... We got to, like, the second... Ep- like, the first episode is this guy that's talking about being haunted and, like, how the ghost follows him. And then after doing research online, like he's a horror story writer, uh, and appears to be a fake plant on the show, like not a real ghost story that he has. And the second story is about these sisters that grew up with their parents who were literally, as they describe them, serial killers and would lure people to their house and murder people in their house. And they called it the slaughterhouse. And, like Emily and I are sitting there and we're like, yeah, if this was real, somebody, there would have been some investigation at some point, especially since the show came out like the, three years ago. So I'm right. like, I'm like looking online for it and there's no information and it's like police opened an investigation and shortly closed it. Yeah. I don't think any of it's real. Huh. None of it's real. And the lady like wrote a book too about it, so she's really adamant that it happened. But none of them can tell or mention where the house is. Like no one tells anyone where the house is, and they hmm. can't they can't remember where it's located. It does uh, sound fishy. And apparently, their like great grandsons or their grands their son, like the grandson of the parents, uh, lived in the house after they passed for a while. So how he can't remember where the house is. Yeah, it's just it sounds like a bunch of bunch of BS. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. All right. Well, let's get into some news then. Um, you know, I I sat down to write the news today because I forgot to do the thing where I just fill in news as the weeks go on. But uh, yeah, I sat down. I was like, oh, now there hasn't really been much news, and then I wrote like seven things, so I deleted that thing. You wrote you wrote quite a a lot of news. <laughs> The uh, the Batman paused filming for two weeks due to COVID. It has restarted filming, uh, reported today. So yep, saw that. Uh, good, good. I get you know glad that they're taking precautions. Um, glad that it was a small enough outbreak that they could resume in two weeks. Yep. Uh, Tenant has been released to theaters. Speaking of COVID things, um, it hasn't gone great for anybody. 
Really? Yep. Uh, the movie apparently has done in $30 million uh, domestically. Uh, and that's a $200 million budget. That's not the numbers they were looking for. Uh, apparently yeah. releasing a new movie in theaters right now isn't a great idea. Who'd have thought? Yeah, I um, I had a, a bad feeling about Tenet in the sense that I'm like, I like all of Christopher Nolan's movies except for like his first one, and I'm kind of afraid. I probably mentioned on the show, I'm kind of afraid Tenet's going to be like his first not a super amazing movie like his other ones. Yeah. Um, and I have a friend that went and saw it at a drive-in theater. Uh, he said he said it was it was a pretty good movie, but wasn't wasn't super great like, you know, his others. Well, you know, at some point we'll get to see it. And we can make our own conclusions, I suppose. Maybe we'll get to see it. They're just gonna take it off the internet. For, underground yeah he's just gonna like pout about it and not release it yeah he's like nobody gets it now i'll pay the rest of the money out of my own pocket which he could probably do um yeah mulan released digitally it did for 30 extra dollars yeah me either. as it's gonna come out in december right um but disney said that they're pleased with the response uh it's pretty vague but uh, I guess it's that means they're gonna keep doing it. <laughs> uh, they're not gonna release numbers of of how many people bought it. I guarantee it. Um, We're pleased with our millions of dollars. Yep. Uh, the Dune trailer finally dropped, uh, and people seem pretty excited about it. Uh, it looks good. I'm uh, known for not watching trailers at this point, so you know I I hope it's good. I saw um, I saw something that made me want to watch this trailer though. And that was uh, Hans Zimmer, I believe, or whoever it is that, that, was, that was scoring the trailer, um, mm-hmm. was working with the London Symphony Orchestra on a on a remix of a Pink Floyd song. Oh, huh, okay. In the trailer, I didn't notice. Huh. So, uh, I I kind of want to hear that. That sounds amazing. Listen to the. Just turn it on. Close your eyes and listen <laughs> to the big trailer. And all the words with the music in the background. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. <laughs> um, Tatiana uh, Misani, Mislani, excuse me, cast as uh, Jennifer Walters slash She Hulk in the upcoming Marvel series. I'm pretty yep. excited about that casting. I think she's fantastic in in both the things that I've seen her in. Anywho, there was a there's a rumor for a long time that it, it, it was going to be Allison Brie because mm-hmm. apparently. Um, Apparently, one of the Disney execs that was, you know, part of the casting process for it said we should get someone like Allison Brie. Oh, okay. But not Allison. Like, we should get someone like her. Allison Brie's <laughs> just not, sitting there. I'm someone her. like me. Yeah, she did. She went on Twitter and she was like, I like everybody's, like, like saying that this is happening, but it's not. But I am Allison Brie. So if you need an Allison Brie type person, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, and then Jonathan Majors from uh, Lovecraft Country is cast in the new upcoming Ant-Man 3 movie. Um, rumored to be a villain. Uh, I don't think they've confirmed the character he's cast for yet. I don't know. I haven't really read a whole lot about Ant-Man 3 except for what's-her-name getting a smaller part because she said some stuff about COVID or whatever. Ah. Like whenever COVID happened, she was like, 
She's like, ah, COVID's not a big deal. Everybody just keep doing whatever you're doing. It's just the flu. Like she made like some sort of comment like that, and then a bunch of people got upset. So Disney said they would, or Marvel said they would cut her role in the next movie. Oh, okay. Not cut it completely, but cut it down. All right, who she who? There's a few she's in that uh, movie. The Wasp. Oh, okay. Evangelina Lily. Yeah, a little. <laughs> I don't know if it was just over, <laughs> over Discord, but it sounded like you went Evangelina Lily. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It did come out kind of funky, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I put in too many lulls. Yeah. <clears throat> little, little, little. Evangeline Lily. <laughs> uh, it's because I sometimes I mispronounce her name, Evangelina Jolie. Yeah, which is correct. Which is clearly correct. <laughs> <laughs> She's the new Tomb Raider. Right. Uh <laughs> I don't know why that was a delayed funny, but it was. Um, all right, let, let's get into to today's topic. Um, today, we, like I said earlier, we were talking about Bill and Ted 3, Bill and Ted Face the Music, whatever you want to call it. Um, it is basically Bill and Ted must write a song to unite humanity before time and space are destroyed. Oh, I have a better synopsis. I wrote it down. Oh, okay. What is it? Uh... Uh, Andrew. Bill and Ted haven't made the song that unites the world, and the timelines are starting to mix up and collide. They are taken. They are tasked with writing the song in one day, and Bill and Ted now are trying to go into the future to steal the song from themselves. Well, you are now in charge of writing all synopses. <laughs> oh no, more work! Ha! Ah. Eat it. <laughs> Uh, release right. info uh, released August twenty last month. Released last month. We've done a movie as recently as last month. It's fucking nice. Uh, August twenty eighth. This, this is a new movie, guys. This is a new movie. It's a brand new movies. movie. It's not an old Bill and Ted movie. It's a new one. Yeah, it's it's a lost movie from two thousand one. Yeah, they just re released. They, <laughs> they just picked it up. And- it's, it's remastered and uh, upscaled into twenty year in eighty p. <laughs> yeah um, alright anyway uh, the directed by Dean Pariso, uh writers Chris Matheson Ed Solomon who wrote the original Bill and Ted movies um, and were are huge parts of, of the, the creative team basically along yep. with Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter uh, who play uh, Bill and Ted well, Alex Winter plays Bill S. Preston Esquire and Keanu Reeves play, uh, plays Ted Theodore Logan um, yep. Movie also stars Kristen Shaw as Kelly, Rufus's daughter, who uh, mm-hmm. I learned Kelly is a tribute to Kelly Carlin, George Carlin's real life daughter. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's sweet. It is nice, right? <laughs> that is nice. That is nice, Andrew. <laughs> uh, Samara Weaving as Theodora uh, Preston. Yep. Brit- Bridget Ludy Payne as Wilhelmina Billy Logan. Um, and supporting roles, William Sadler as Death, and seemingly everybody's favorite character, Anthony Kerrigan, or excuse me, Anthony Kerrigan plays seemingly everybody's favorite character, Dennis Caleb McCoy. Right. They're all, their wives are also in this movie. Uh, their wives are also in this movie, played by Jama Hayes, and I don't know the other lady's name off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I'll find it for you. Um... I know Jama from uh, Glee. 
Boo, 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 and boo, heroes. Glee. Glee. Yeah, this is now Andrew just Google stuff the show. Please do. <laughs> oh God. Uh I I yeah. Jamie Mays in Irene Hayes. There you go. And Kid Cudi's in this movie. Yeah, I have no Kid idea who Cudi. that is. You don't know who Kid Cudi is? Look, it's in my notes. Wait, hold on, let me scroll down here into my spoiler notes real quick. Don't spoil things. Kid Cudi's in. You spoiled that. You did that. That's not a spoiler that Kid Cudi's in the movie. He's in like the first five minutes. No, it's not in my notes. Yeah, no, I didn't know who Kid Cudi was. And it's probably, I, I do remember when he talked about it, it's probably just me not being into current hip hop, right? Like, um, I, I can't say how famous this dude is or isn't. I've never heard of him personally. Nice. Maybe he does. I don't know. I think he was more popular in like the late 2000s. He's still like relevant, I guess, because he still does stuff, but I don't know. Anyway, we're not going to get into Kid Cudi. He's a footnote in this movie, but he is there. Uh, I did want to say that this movie is almost 30 years old, or not 30 years old. This movie is uh, almost 30 years after Bogus Journey, which was the last one. Right. So, I mean, the movie has had a... Which is nuts. uh, A very long development cycle, right? Um, Around 2005, uh, during a red carpet event, uh, a reporter asked Keanu about... Uh, if they were ever going to do a Bill and Ted three, because he gets asked that like once a year, and yeah. uh, that time he said, you know, maybe, and uh, he said he wouldn't mind doing it uh, if if they could come up with a story and and you know everybody wanted to do it, he'd be into it. And so then they started talking about it um, and and started conceptualizing what the film was actually going to be um, about in in two thousand eight. And then they uh, spent the next several years shopping it around to studios. Nobody wanted to buy it. Everybody's like, who in the world would want a new Bill and Ted movie? Um, <laughs> and then it, it, it's six years later, 2014, uh, the four of them, Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, Chris, and Ed, started appealing to uh, the fans, you know, just putting the word out there on, on social media and stuff like, hey, if you guys want a Bill and Ted 3, you know, retweet us or whatever. Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, also around that same time is, is when John Wick came out, uh, which, you know, has, has given a Keanu resurgence. You know, I, I don't think we can deny at this point that after John Wick or before John Wick, uh, Keanu Reeves was just kind of a person who had acted before and was in, in, in enjoyable things. Um, you know, and sort of I mean, a cult he did a favorite. lot of like, he did a lot of like weird B like, Low grade. I wouldn't say they were necessarily B movies, but they were definitely like low grade A suspense or horror movies. Um, as he kind of figured out what he was doing after the Matrix, right? And um, you know, so he wasn't in in high demand anymore, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. And then John Wick happened, and uh, now there's a Matrix Four happening, you know. <laughs> Uh, so it's Keanu Reeves has taken off again, which is great. I, I, I love the guy. He's, uh, from everything that I have read about him and seen, he is the nicest person with the most personal tragedy. Yeah. You know, um, and if you don't know the story, the nicest person for being like in Hollywood. Yeah. Like he, he just seems like a genuine and nice person who will take time to, to really do, you know, take time to, for his fans, you know, is kind of your normal measurement. But he seems to go 
out of his way to just kind of interact with people because he enjoys doing that. Yeah. And he seems very aware of himself and others around him. Yeah. You know, and he's he's very uh, good. Yeah. I do want to say real quick, I I do I can't, I kind of can't wait for the dumpster fire that's going to be the Matrix Four. There's no <laughs> way that movie's going to be good, man. There's no way. Uh, I'm interested to see it. I can't imagine that it's going to be good. Um, the rotten the the critical reviews of this have gotten worse since the movie released. When the movie released, it was there were really good reviews. Uh, yeah, well. Yeah, I guess I've got, I didn't. I I hadn't really looked into that. Um, I looking at the reviews uh, today it looked pretty good. But you know, after John Wick took off, um, they 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 started seriously pushing uh, studios, and studios started like saying like, "Hey, look, maybe we'll do this." Um, so then in 2018, they started the uh, uh, four years later, studio said, "Sure, go ahead, make your movie," um, and um, here we are, it's out. Yeah, 2020, uh, 15 years after somebody asked Keanu if he we wanted to We did it, it, guys. We did it. We made it here. Um, it's currently sitting at 81% on, on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, speaking of those critical responses. Uh, you said it was up around what? What? I think it was like in the 90s when it first came out. So it's definitely dropped. I mean, it's still not terrible. Right. Yeah, 75% audience score. Uh, Metacritic, 66. That's... Yeah, Metacritic seems a little bit harsh. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, well, I, I'll say I know that like Kristen, uh, my girlfriend, is. <laughs> I told her, or she's like, "Yeah, I noticed you watched Bill and Ted Three again. Why?" I was like, "Well, first off, it's a good movie," <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> I, "I don't know about that. It was a movie. It was like oh, Bill and Ted One and Two. Well, that's correct. It was like Bill and Ted one and two, but that just means she didn't like the first two either. Right. Um, and I, good. I was just saying, I have a, I have a weird relationship with Bill and Ted cause I never, I never watched it as a kid and I didn't watch it in high school. I didn't watch it until I was like in college Uh huh. and even watching it in college, I was like, yeah, these are goofy, fun, dumb movies. Like these are great. Like, I didn't have the same love that I think I would or the same like nostalgia that I would if I'd seen it as a kid but they were just like fun good dumb movies like what do you need man the what do you need I'm old enough to remember watching the original Bill and Ted in the movie in the movie theaters multiple times I was a kid at the time um right that's what I'm saying I don't have the nostalgia factor but I still appreciated the movies when I watched them when I was in college yeah uh I don't and I still like the remake or not remake Third one. Yeah. I, I don't think uh, they are necessarily kids' movies per se, but they, they get shown a lot in like daycares and stuff that I went to. Yeah, but they're not like necessarily like. There's some age stuff in them, but. Yeah. I wouldn't say they're, they're like not safe for work or anything for the most part, unless you're just bl- blasting it in your work. <laughs> Right. So, um, so I guess getting around to, to, uh, our, our sort of light review, um, if you like Bill and Ted, you'll like this. It's, it's a very, it's a fun and sincere movie and the characters are, they feel genuinely, uh, like good people that are genuinely trying to do the right thing all the time. 
Um, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a heartwarming story to me. I enjoyed the heck out of it. So, um, you know, that's, that's my review. What about you? I mean, I would say the, I think the best part about this movie is it doesn't really feel like a cash grab from the people making it. Mm -hmm. So this actually does feel like, you know, the four of them enjoyed Bill and Ted and they wanted to make it and they wanted to make something fans liked and they wanted to make a good movie. And so I, I would say beyond, um, besides, which I guess we'll get into after the spoils, spoilers, besides Keanu Reeves not really being able to act uh, like Ted anymore, I, I would say this is a, a great movie. Go see it. If you like Bill and Ted, you will like this movie. Um, it, it feels like a Bill and Ted movie full of plot holes and made with goofy, goofy writing and goofy characters. Um, and, and one goofy uh, backdrop. And one what? Uh, like the the design of the future city. Oh, yeah. It's when they first arrived there, every single piece of that set is just copy and paste of another piece of that set. <laughs> On the outside? Yeah. Like they've got those columns going yeah. all the way up and down the like sort of uh, bridge area. Hey, man, it's cheap. And then Cheap and easy. like the buildings in the background, they've got the one here big and then like two on the side, the exact same, just smaller. And it's just, they used repeated um, assets and you can tell, and it's, you know, it's a money saving thing or whatever. And it's, you know, it, right. it doesn't detract from the movie per se, but it just, it was one of those things that made me laugh. I didn't even notice it. I didn't pay too much attention to the background. Uh, well, this is the second time watching. I didn't notice it the first time. I don't think I noticed the second time either. Oh. I, was, I think I was too busy writing notes too, but. Well, la-dee-da. Um, I know. So I guess before we get into spoilers, overall, do you suggest uh, people watch it? If you like Bill and Ted and want to spend 20 to $25, then yes. Uh, otherwise, wait until, I, I would say it's worth watching if you if you like Bill and Ted. If you have no idea who Bill and Ted are, go back and watch the first two and uh decide from there you can buy all three for 35 dollars. that's what i did that's what i did as well yeah uh <laughs> so yeah um you know i think it's uh i i would i would rate it a good family movie uh, a movie to watch with your sort of maybe not smallest children's but even then i think i don't think there's anything inappropriate either super young children that don't understand anything or, or or slightly older, maybe seven year olds or something. You know, maybe the five year old's a little too young. Who probably isn't going to care. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, you know, I, it to me it harkens back to those eighty movies, eighties kids movies like Goonies and and uh, E. T. Where you know, for some kids it's fine, for other kids it's like uh, there's some parts that are going to freak you out. Yeah. Did you say E.T.? Yeah. Those dudes that came into his house after they figured out there was an alien there are scary as shit. I just would have never, like, mashed the Goonies and E.T. next to each other. When they're 80s kids <laughs> movies. What are you talking about? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, um... <laughs> so, here's where the spoilers start. Um, If you haven't seen wee this movie wee and you wee don't wee want spoilers, go away. Yeah. But come back. Goodbye. Come back. Or don't. It's up to you. Wow, Andrew. Wow. No. 
Well, I'm saying you decide if you want to come back or not. <laughs> we don't You're need you. Person. <laughs> I didn't say that. Well, okay, guy. Yeah. I was trying to tell people to be their own own person and make their own decisions. You leave. If you turn this off, just stay away. <laughs> yep. Um, all right, so let's get into spoilers. And 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 Andrew, feel free to hop around your notes if you if you don't want like you know, interject them in here, blah blah blah. Um you don't have to like just go like down the page here in my notes. But my first thing is the couple counseling scene. I yep. loved that whole scene. From the moment the that they were like, "Okay, wait," when we said when we said couples counseling, what did you think that meant? And they're like, well, "We're a couple of couples." Yeah, we're two couples. You see why there's a problem with that, don't you? No. And they're just doing the whole like, uh, like Elizabeth, we love you, <laughs> dude. You're doing it wrong. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Bill and I love you and Elizabeth. It's good. Uh, anyway, it just it makes me laugh every, uh, every time. I, I wrote my notes here. It's very Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> like again, it's they're sincere, but they're also just dumb as a sack of bricks. You know. Right. <laughs> uh, I thought their daughters were great uh, in this movie. Uh, as characters, they were doing impressions of their dads. I felt a lot of the time. Um, I mean, but it worked in the context probably, of the movie. That's probably what they were told to do, right? I I think Billy uh, Ted's daughter did a much better job of emulating Keanu Reeves than Thea did of uh, emanating or of being Alex Winter or being Bill. Yeah, um, she kind of just felt like a regular, like dude where where billy was was definitely channeling like keanu from the movie like from the original movies yeah uh like she had his his movements down <laughs> and like his head movements and like the way that his body moved and the way that he talked and then thea just kind of was like i think like she she probably was doing an okay job but she was probably just so overshadowed by how well i think billy uh was doing a ted impersonation yeah well, and her, her Bill impression was kind of just a lip snarl. Right, that was all, all she would do. It was like the, the curled lip. Like, Dude, yeah, we're, we're both making curled lips at each other if you can't hear that. Yeah, you can see us, right, guys? <laughs> Everyone that's listening? It's just five minutes of us like in silence making faces at each other. <laughs> <laughs> they, know. they know. They know. We'll release the video someday. Um, and, and kind of like I said before, the characters could just be dumb people, but their their sincerity makes it work. Um, yeah, I, and I think that's kind of been a key to the characters, like all the time. They they have never been malicious towards anybody. Well, I guess their future selves have been malicious, and their evil selves in the bogus journey were malicious. Yeah, weren't they robots? Yeah, robots. Yeah. I, I did really like the uh, the fights that they were having with their future selves. Yeah. Like the, I, th- I wrote down, <laughs> I wrote down one of the quotes that I really liked, which is, and it's mainly like Ted fighting with future Ted. Like future <laughs> Bill wasn't really like fighting with Bill, but the Teds were fighting, and I just, 
I just like in the first scene whenever they're like in the hotel and he turns around and he goes, Ted, you're a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Runs away. (laughs) Or you're a dick, Ted. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Ted, Ted with Ted was the best. Um, but buff bill and Ted are best bill and Ted in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. The huge prison. (laughs) Yeah. Prison bill and Ted. God. I did like the, uh, I think the song at the beginning, like during the wedding was pretty, uh, it would have been a good song. Yeah, that was an the, all right song. I was sad that that got uh, interrupted. The guttural uh, monk chanting. It's uh, Tuvian and, throat singing. Yeah, and then the, the theremin yeah. that he was playing. Yeah. Love a theremin. I do. <laughs> just like how dumb the movie is, is that when he's playing the bagpipes, his fingers are just like all over the place. Like he's not, he's obviously, like everything else, it kind of like, I don't know enough about the theremin. All I know is that you wave your hands in front of a bunch of metal sticks and it makes noise, so that's believable. Um, and I know enough about the trumpet that he wasn't playing it right. Oh my god, but dude! The, that I wrote that down like that. That bugged the shit out of me. Um, yeah, but the bagpipes, he's like sitting there, like just like twiddling <laughs> his fingers, and I'm like, you're not playing the bagpipe. And there's nobody that believes you. And every time Alex Winter's playing something, he's uh, t- like, you think like it looks like he's doing it. Even when he's doing like the chanting, like you see like his tongue like hitting his cheeks, like he's trying to make the noises. Yeah. Oh man. Uh yeah, some of their some of their instrumentation was was or or I suppose miming uh was was spot on and some of it wasn't uh as as great. And 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 for me, being a former trumpet player, just watching these sounds come out of a trumpet that aren't physically possible with with what's yeah. going on with the hands is just like no. Um <laughs> please stop. <laughs> um I I did want to say like at the beginning um throughout this entire movie Ted kind of feels less original Ted like and he feels like when he talks like he's he talks or he speaks like kind of strained and he doesn't say things the same way he does before like Bill says things pretty much as I remember them. Mhm while ted is you know when he's like and party on dudes like everything's kind of like spaced out like (laughs) weird and like it feels kind of forced but you can tell that he wants to be there like his acting doesn't feel forced but some of the things that he's saying like it feels like he doesn't remember how to be ted right you know and they kind of it may be they kind of try to go ahead go ahead you well i was just gonna say they, they kind of like sort of feel like they try to explain it in like the beginning of the movie because he's not wearing um he's not wearing like the same kind of like clothes that you know that they wore like the t-shirts and uh flannels and stuff like that yeah he's got a suit on and he even like folds his suit properly when he goes like when they're in the garage and is talking about selling his his guitar mm-hmm. and giving it up and it and it they kind of like allude to a story that might have been there where um you know that's why he doesn't sound like himself but they never do yeah i mean i i, I don't know i i think some for me he was close enough to the ted that i remember that that it didn't bother me but i i wonder how much of of it is, you know, kind of like you had mentioned well before we started the show, you know, just how much life has taken out of him. Um, yeah. Or taken him away from where it was a natural character for him to play. 
right and and we're talking about like real life like the stuff if, if nobody knows that much about keanu reeves kind of look into it if you're interested but he's had some like not not fun not fair life events in real life that have happened to him um so i i can imagine that the you know fun loving dude bro is kind of hard to to play after and, and he's as we've said like every account of him in real life he's a nice guy and so he's come out of it on the other end um fine at least on on the surface but he definitely doesn't feel like the same uh dude bro like party on dude <laughs> kind of guy yeah surfer dude guy yeah and i wonder how much of it is that and how much of it is him trying to get back in the 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 whatever character of you know a character that wasn't particularly amazingly acted um you know it it seemed more like his natural self than it was him playing a character back then and so right and i mean for the most part in the past couple you know his past roles have all been very serious actiony um murder people roles right so it could also be that, you know, over the last, what, like 15 years, he's, you know, he's obviously going to be rusty. He hasn't played a, uh, he hasn't played a fun loving musician rocker dude in a long time. Yeah. We need more Keanu comedies. I do also say that, but also like Alex Winter hasn't done anything <laughs> since like he did one other movie after Bill and Ted. And then he like, I, I think he started going in like behind the scenes. Yeah like directing and producing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but he just like comes back into it. Like he never left, which I guess he hasn't had any other major roles to take him out of it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a point. And, and I'm sure there's also a part of me that likes to imagine Alex Winter is just like that all the time. <laughs> I'm sure some <laughs> of it is also, uh, you know, being a, a, a director and producer, he's used to, uh, analyzing things and being able to give direction and, and, and potentially, you know, take direction and study for the part in, in a different way. Right. But I do like to imagine like, you know, he's on set directing a movie and he's like, cut most excellent takes my man. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a dream. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean that was kind of like weird, um, and you kind of you just kind of get over it, but it does feel like Keanu's kind of strained in in some of the movie. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, he definitely seems more world worn. I mean, you know, he, like you said at the uh, in in the garage, he's like, you know what? Maybe maybe I'm maybe we're done doing this, and so maybe yeah. he's just at a point in his character's life where he's just, you know. I'm done. What what's the point? Yeah. He's he's had he's had a couple of crises. Yeah. It it didn't seem as stilted when he said uh party on dudes at the end of the movie. Yeah. Not not as much as in the beginning or and maybe that was part of like his arc but they didn't really explain it that well. Maybe. Um um, but yeah, it's, it's just like stuff like, like that. It's really kind of just in the beginning or when he's like, you know, like Bill, my friend, and then he's just it's all kind of like spaced weird. <laughs> uh, um, oldest, uh, oldest Ted was all right. Uh, it was, 
funny when when uh when they left uh their oldest cells like in the hospital room you know and they're dying or whatever uh they've got like the flash drive or whatever yeah old bill makes it like an old man noise and it was really just him saying ah right but he <laughs> but when he said it in his old man voice it just came out oh <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh no that's just a natural sound that old people make oh crap yep i'm gonna know i'm gonna do that one day on accident and just feel like ancient <laughs> uh yeah. what else you got man um i got a couple couple tidbits here um i i felt like so t- to major spoil things we're gonna just gonna skip to the end uh it turns out that the uh the characters who were foretold to you know the uh preston and logan um, were hit their daughters. They're the ones that actually create the song and get everything together. And they're a part of it. They're on stage. They're playing guitar with them after they get everyone in the world an instrument, right? Yeah. That's kind of like how they deus ex machina at the end. Um, which also the the line, the uh, sometimes it doesn't make sense until the end of the story, which is a line they said a lot of times, felt like them just going like, this this script technically doesn't make sense but here's this line that fixes it. Pew, we did it. Like, yeah, I can see that. I my my sort of uh I don't know, when they said when they when Kristen Shaw read the prophecy again or whatever, recited the prophecy again that Theodore and mm-hmm. Logan blah blah blah, I was like, "Oh, it's going to be their daughters." Right. So, but I mean, you know, it, the the other stuff like everybody has to have an instrument and they they're like, we'll just split ourselves over a bunch of different timelines and get everyone in the different timelines and times and instrument all instantly at the same time. And then we all play this one note. Well, yeah, because the phone booth is a quantum tunnel device. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand why you don't think it makes sense. OK, OK. If it's working I did like on the a quantum level, the- there are infinite Bill and Ted's. I, I did like that Kid Cudi was the one that was like, oh, yeah, if you have, like, infinite <laughs> universes, and he's, like, talking about all the, the theories, the theoretical physics. I feel like the, the daughters, so, like, you got the A story, which is Bill and Ted mm-hmm. uh, trying to go into the future to steal the music from themselves. Mm-hmm. You have a B story, which is their daughters trying to help their dads by going into time and getting the best musician musicians they can think of to be in their band. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got Jimi Hendrix, uh, Louis Armstrong, uh, Mozart, and then a flute woman player, yeah. woman player, a woman foot flute, flute player, not a flute woman player um, from China. I don't remember her name. I did not look it up. And then they have like a prehistoric like cave woman drummer, right? Um, who's supposed and that's supposed to be like the best, the best trumpet player for some reason in their rock band with a drummer and a pianist and a flute player. Okay, okay, hold on. Louis Armstrong is an icon. All right, like a I'm jazz not saying icon. he's not. And right, whatever. I, I don't. <laughs> Whatever. I also don't know why they chose like young Louis Armstrong instead of like older Louis Armstrong who would have been more recognizable. I would uh assume that's why they said that in the movie. Did they say that? Yeah, cuz he goes 
because they brought young uh, Louis Armstrong up to Jimi Hendrix's room. He's like, whatever, dude. Uh, Louis Armstrong's like a 60-year-old man. She's like, I told you we should have gotten old Louis. He's like, this was your idea. Ah, okay. All right. I might have missed that. Um, But yeah, they got Jimi Hendrix, Louis Armstrong. Uh, I did really like the guitar uh, piano battle between Jimi Hendrix and Mozart. Not a sentence I expected to say this year. I'm a little sad that uh, Beethoven didn't make a reappearance. Yeah. Like if they were like, hey, Beethoven, you know, just because they've met. I wonder if they didn't like... I don't even know who played Beethoven in the other movies. If they if they were just like, well, we'd want to get the original person and we can't because maybe they're dead or something. Maybe. I don't know. Wonder if- I don't know who it was. So if they're alive, I'm sorry you got stinted on being in the next Bill and Ted movie as Beethoven. Um, Yeah, I, I think like their story, I feel like could have been more like I feel like it, it should have been something more of like Bill and Ted passing down passing it all down to their kids mm-hmm. by going on the journey with their kids instead of just being like a side story that they end up in later. Um, you know, they all kind of, kind of come together and it kind of proved to me that Billy and Thea could carry their own movie if they had to. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they could, but like they could, I don't know. They could carry a movie. I just don't know if it would be as good right? if it didn't have uh, Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves in it. And then the C story is the story with their wives, which is never really uh, explained or gone into depth about beyond like old you are coming to pick you up so that you can see that there's not a universe that you love or that it works out with us in. Okay. And then they get on the thing and you see them. They get in the phone booth and you see them every once in a while throughout the movie, but they just kind of, you catch glimpses of them. And then at the end of the movie, they show up and they're like, we realize that this is the best timeline that we love you in. And it kind of just feels like it was supposed to be like the storyline that shows that Bill and Ted don't save the day with their wives, but their wives still love them and come back, which sort of happens, but I feel like it was supposed to be something deeper and it just got cut but they left it in for some reason. Maybe, you know, I mean, it may just have been a way to get them from the point of, they were having relationship troubles and things were getting stale to a point where at the, sometimes it doesn't make sense until the end of the story where everything's magically fixed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, whatever. I, it didn't bother. me. I still really, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm poking holes in a movie that is full of plot holes, probably <laughs> on purpose. Um, and it's just meant to be a fun, goofy, uh, you know, 80s, 90s movie, which we don't really have anymore. We don't really have, like, dumb, goofy movies anymore because everything's super serious all the time. And even the comedies that we have are, like, more dramedy than they are comedy. Yeah, for sure. Trying, trying to remember the last comedy that I saw, like, in theaters. That's all right. It's been... Six or eight months since I've been in a theater. So, yeah, I would say Bill, Billy and Thea's story feels more akin to like the Bogus Journey, uh, like or just like them kind of going around. Besides the robots, obviously. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, they were killed by a robot. I don't know. That is true, and I guess we'll talk about the robot. Oh yes, the. Ro- 
because neither of us wrote notes about him. No, no, I'm uh, the robot is a fantastic character. Um, he <laughs> basically have, have at one watched... point he accidentally kills uh, Ted's dad, and that's the first sign yep. you get from him that he's not this like mindless robot that's just there like assassin he's bot. Just a... He's just a goof. He's just like, a he's just goofy, a goofy guy. Yeah, um, and so he looks. He looks menacing. He's got functions to kill people instantly. He, he looks like Frieza from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he goes. Uh, but then you know he kind of looks around uh, when he kills uh, Ted's dad. But then he accidentally kills like an entire group of historical figures: Rufus's daughter and Bill and Ted's daughters. And and he goes, ooh. He goes, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, the HBO show Barry? No. Uh, with Bill Hader? No, I have not seen it. You should watch it. So it's a comedy show, and it has Anthony Kerrigan in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Anthony's character, Anthony Kerrigan's character in that show, is also. Like me and my wife's favorite character in that show as well. Oh, good. So I think just really like Anthony Kerrigan. The only thing the I've seen part. him in is Gotham. Yeah, my wife just finished watching that, um, and I saw a couple scenes with him as as Zaz. Yeah, he he just kind of seemed like Anthony Kerrigan, but his character in in I, I would highly suggest for you to watch Barry or anybody else that's listening to watch Barry if you have HBO. All right, it is a phenomenal show, especially if you like Bill Hader. I uh, will check that um, out. But yeah, so um, after, anyway, he becomes more and more humanized um, to 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 the point where you're kind of rooting for him. And like when he kills right. himself, he kills Bill and Ted at the same time. And he just, he's like, he says he, he I've ha- I have a name. Yeah. <laughs> and his name. He keeps saying his name over and over and over again too. Like, yeah. My name is Dennis, Dennis McCoy. I'm Dennis Caleb McCoy, and I'm so sorry. (laughs) I also like when they get to hell, the daughters call them dads. Yeah. Like they both say dads instead of dad. Yeah. Um, that that's a <laughs> so nice just, nice touch. They did it at the concert too, uh, when they showed up after. Yeah, up like the they're solidifying that that Bill and Ted are basically the same person. Yeah. <laughs> like. Like if the if they came up with a fourth movie that was super serious and it was just Bill and Ted were one person with like you know disassociative uh, identity disorder, mm-hmm. and he just has two personalities, <laughs> like I I wouldn't I'd buy into it. Like if either Keanu Reeves or Alex Winter couldn't do another movie, then the other one just like takes over. It comes Fight Club, Bill and Ted Fight Club, Bill and Ted Fight Club. <laughs> Bill, I don't know, Bill I and Ted like Fifty. <laughs> Um, I did want to make a couple other mentions. I did like death reappearance in this. Um, it, <laughs> the jokes around it, I think I liked more than them kind of like trying to bring him back into it. Um, and then I don't know. I, I, I feel like the movie was satisfying in the end. Some of it didn't make sense, but it's a Bill and Ted movie. And I'm very glad that it was an hour and a half. All right. Like, that's fair. I don't th- uh, is, that, is that your I final really thoughts? Think... You got any other final thoughts? Um, I would say it's a good Bill and Ted movie. If you like Bill and Ted, you're gonna like this movie. Um, I couldn't have expected anything better from it, and 
I, it could have definitely been a lot worse. <laughs> I think I'm I'm right there with you. I think it's absolutely a great movie. Uh, I en- I enjoy the hell out of it. Uh, it might not be your specific cup of tea, but it definitely hits the right notes for the Bill and Ted series. Um, you know, it's nice, it's sweet, it's heartfelt, and uh, I think it's a great addition to the series. And if it ends up being the final movie in the series, great. And I would say, like the the stuff that I said about it, where I feel like it, it sounded like I might have been coming off a little bit hard on the movie, like. Is just me being critical of it. There's no like, it's just a fun, goofy movie that you don't need to. You don't need to sit there and analyze it. I only analyzed it because we do a show on it. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. Um, where to see it? You can purchase it, uh, or, or can you rent it at this point? But it's like the same price to purchase it, you, right? You can rent it for twenty dollars, or you can purchase it for twenty five dollars, or you can purchase all three for thirty five dollars. Is it or thirty? Uh, thirty-five dollars, or you can see it in select theaters. Still, I believe. Yeah, we don't recommend that last option. Unless it's like a, I I would go to a drive-in where I'm like in my car. Oh, there you go. Or in one of those places where you rent your entire theater. Yeah. If you go sure. with like people that live in your house. Two hundred was it like three hundred dollars or something? Yeah. If you got three hundred dollars to spare and you want to go see a movie with your kids, <laughs> by yourself, don't any three hundred dollars worth of food. Do it. Gross. Um, hey, man, that's leftovers for like a week or a year. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll be back next time. Um, <laughs> on that note, uh, we'll be ne- uh, we'll be back next time to watch or talk about Devil All the Time, a uh, new uh, movie starring Tom Holland and Bill Skarsgård. Dude, every time I say Skarsgård, I always think we're guards. Skarsgård. Also, also use the devil all the time, and I just thought of party all the time. I would like to devil, devil all the time, time devil, devil all the time. time. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought of. Oh, uh, I break out into that song all the time. The anyway, the time song. We uh, we will be back later, and remember, be excellent to each other, and party on, dudes.